What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so very much every single week that you come and tune into the podcast. We are at over 13,000 downloads now, I believe, which is absolutely crazy. And the other week, I saw that we were charting at number 70 for self-improvement podcasts in Australia, which is really, really cool. So thank you guys so much for all of your listens, reviews, and ratings on Apple Podcasts. They mean the world to me. And every time I sit down to record... I just can't even believe how many people are really going to be <laughs> listening to my weird stories and tips and advice. So I love that you guys are here. Thank you so much for tuning in. But I'm excited to just have a little sit down chat this week and talk to you guys about an experience that I had about two weeks ago. And I kind of talked about it. Well, I didn't really talk about it. I just mentioned it on Instagram and I asked if if you guys would be interested in me talking about it on the podcast because I felt like it was too long of a story to share in Instagram stories and I didn't necessarily want to make a video about it or write an email about it. So it just felt like podcasting was the best medium for me to share this experience with you. So and and everybody kind of voted yes. I think it was like 100% or 99% yes people wanted to hear about this. So a couple of weeks ago I had sort of a like a spiritual experience. Basically I was I just got some downloads while I was in a meditation and they were really interesting to me. So I thought I would share what happened with you guys because I know you guys are into that stuff too. And if you're not, then, you know, there's a bunch of other episodes about other shit. So maybe this one isn't the one for you. But yeah, I'm basically just going to tell the story of what happened and my sort of experience and the downloads that I got and yeah, just kind of like maybe even remind you that because this happens to me sometimes too, like I think we hear about all of these amazing things like asking for signs and receiving them or getting downloads in a meditation. And sometimes those things feel so far away. Like they feel like, oh, those ha- that happens for other people, but it doesn't happen for me. And this is definitely something that I felt for a long time too of like, oh, you know, like that's just, I'm not spiritual enough or that's not going to happen to me or I don't receive signs or or anything like that until I really started like putting myself in the position and the energetic space to be able to receive that type of information. And I know that I've only just scratched the surface and there's so much more to be learned and understood and, and downloaded. But if you are listening and you're one of those people that's like thinking, oh, it's 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 for them and it's not for me, then I think this will be a really good episode just to kind of remind you like I'm totally the same, right? And and we can ultimately receive as much guidance and information from the universe, from God's source, our higher selves, our intuition, whatever you want to call it, uh, as we are able to receive, right? We can receive as much information as we are available for. So all we have to do is start doing the work to make ourselves more available and more receptive, and then we will we'll see that show up for us. So That's kind of what I'm going to talk about in today's episode. I hope you guys are interested. Um, Let's get into it. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, 
entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. So I'm sure you guys have heard of the concept of angel numbers, right? Maybe you've never heard that specific term used with it, but I'm sure you've heard people say like 1111, make a wish. Like I think that was my first exposure to any type of angel number. And I don't even remember where I learned that or who was the first person to say that to me. I just remember probably like in high school, maybe in high school or in college was the first time that I started doing the whole, oh my gosh, it's 11-11, make a wish. And for some reason we thought that like 11-11 or whoever told me that 11-11 was like lucky. And if you looked at the clock when it was 11-11, by chance it meant that you were supposed to make a wish because it was like a lucky time. But actually, you know, angel numbers are any sort of repeating number. So you've probably maybe seen these before, like 222 and 333 and 444 and so on and so forth. Um, And there's also even different like patterns of numbers that are considered angel numbers, like not even just the same number repeated, but specific sequences of numbers. But Basically, you know, these numbers are ways for our guardian angels and our guides to communicate with us. So if you don't believe in guardian angels or guides, like that's fine, but I'm just going to share with you basically like my experience, what I've learned and what I choose to believe. Because again, I think this idea that we know everything is just such a lie and even what we do know based on science is just such a small fraction of what's actually going on in the world. So by choosing to disregard everything else and anything that can't be proven by science, I feel is such a limited and restricted way to live in our one human existence. So For example, you know, I don't know if if you've ever heard of this, but basically the human eye can only see less than 1% of the visible light spectrum, which means that 99.9 something percent of what's going on in the world is invisible to our, our eyes. We're unable to see it, perceive of it, conceptualize it. So there's a lot of shit going around and that's, you know, that's a real scientific fact. If you want to base your opinions and things off of science, like, well, that's a real scientific fact. And I actually even just reshared something to my stories the other day. This girl, she was doing like a green screen. She was standing in front of all these, um, I don't know if they were leaked or if they're public, but they were um, CIA documents, you know, the Central Intelligence Agency in the United States of America. They obviously have lots of, of information that they will not and do not intend to share with to share with the public so they know lots of things about aliens or you know crazy stuff like people have have said that that they have knowledge of um 
UFOs and things like that that they're just like never going to share with us because it's, I don't know, for some reason it's in their interest to keep that secret. But she was basically standing in front of these, uh, she was doing a green screen like TikTok video and she was standing in front of these CIA documents and they were showing like the scientific representations and diagrams of, you know, them basically recognizing that fact of 99 percent of the universe is invisible to humans and and it was kind of showing like the energetics of that and what that means so my whole point I wasn't planning on talking about that at all but my whole point of that was just to kind of preface this situation of yeah like if you don't believe in some of this stuff that's totally fine but maybe you're interested in it or you're curious or you want to allow yourself to explore it and just hear about it and think about it Um, I'm definitely not a psychic medium I don't feel like I have any of the Claire's like clairvoyance or clairaudience or any of those um you know special capabilities where people can hear and see and and feel spirits um you know people will say that all of us have some sort of intuitive ability that's really what our intuition is it's this micro version of a psychic ability and I guess you can train that and strengthen it and tap into it if you really chose to. And when I was younger, I even went to this place um, with my mom and my grandma. And it's this place, I think it's in New York State. It's called Lilydale. And it's like this town where all of these psychic mediums live. And you basically just go there and you stay in this hotel and then you walk around the little village and you see and all of the mediums have their their you know their offerings what they specialize in and what they do posted outside of their homes and you can book readings and appointments with them and like that I would love to do that now because I'm like way more aware of all this stuff but I, I think I was like 13 uh, maybe when we did that and I went and I had a psychic reading and it was a really cool experience but of course at that time in my life like thankfully I'm, I'm grateful that it that it was this way and that it still is this way I didn't really have that many people very close to me that had passed away so the you know the spirits that came through for me in my reading were um, I believe my great-grandmother was there my childhood dog apparently came through I remember that I don't know my mom has the tape because they record the reading for you and you can keep it forever. So it'd be interesting to to look back on that and to see what actually happened in that reading. And was something that I do remember from that reading specifically was that she had said that she saw a boy, I mean, a man, a guy, whatever you want to call it. He was blonde and he was wearing a football jersey and that that was my boyfriend. And so I was 13 at the time, so I didn't have a boyfriend or anything. I was like in middle school. But funnily enough, I did end up dating a boy who was blonde and who was a football player in high school. So I felt like, yeah, that was kind of weird when that happened. And I remembered that about my reading. Looking back on it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um So I don't even really remember why I started talking about Lilydale. Oh, because we're talking about angel numbers and and guardians and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, if 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 you don't believe in this stuff, that's totally fine. But I think at least opening your mind and opening your curiosity, right? Because if we can understand based on factual science that 99% of the world is invisible to us, then, you know, we have to wonder, 
right? What is possible? What is out there? Why do all of these ancient cultures, this is another interesting point too, is like, why do all of these ancient cultures from all around the world that thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago before they had any means to communicate with the other cultures and they didn't even know that they existed, right? Because they didn't have, there wasn't explorers that had gone and like found these lands yet. They had no idea about each other, yet they were writing about similar things and they were speaking about angels, right? In all of the religions of the world too, it's like you can see this representation and the the texts and the um, the artwork and everything that symbolizes these concepts of of guardian angels and spirits and people protecting us and looking out for us and it's like like what is it really fake like could it really be fake like why would people thousands of years ago just make that up for the fun of it and how would they have such similar images of what that looked like and stories about what that felt like as the other cultures across the other side of the globe that they had no idea that each other were even a thing in existence, right? So I think these are just some of the things that I've come across in my time that has really allowed me to open my mind and expand my thinking and be like, oh, yeah, maybe I don't know everything (laughs) because I don't, right? None of us do. So that's just a little thing to like preface basically what we're going to talk about. But uh, I mean, I'm not going to get like super spiritual at all here. I'm basically talking about something that happened to me in a meditation. But where this all started was because I was seeing these angel numbers. And I, I see angel numbers a lot. Like I would venture to say that I see at least one angel number every single day of my life, right? Whether it's 222 or 333 or 555. Um, I don't really usually see anything typically above five, I must say. Um, But yeah, my typical ones are like one through five. I would say I see those repeated a lot. And essentially, you know, the idea around these numbers is like, why do you randomly look at the clock when that is the time? Or why do you randomly unlock your phone? Because this will happen to me sometimes. I'll randomly go to unlock my phone for no reason. I'm not even, I didn't, it's not like I got a message or something happened and I got a notification. I'll just literally pick up my phone to unlock it for God knows what reason. And I'll see, oh my gosh, it's 1111 or it's 444. And so the idea behind that is that you were being guided, right? You were being pushed to take that action so that you would see purposely, you would see that number. And that's your your guardian angels kind of looking out for you and trying to communicate with you. So the the idea of guardian angels is that there's they're unique to every person and we all kind of have our own sort of team. And so for some people, this may be one angel and for others, it might be many. And angels aren't ever going to like make you do stuff or like control you. It's not like scary in that way. They respect your free will and they don't directly interfere in your life unless you ask them to, right? Unless you ask for their guidance, you ask for their help Or if your life is in danger before it's your time, they may be able to interfere and help you. And you may know some people that have had experiences like this, near-death experiences where they have literally no explanation for how it was possible that they survived other than something divine must have happened, right? Like my brother had one of these experiences. He got in a really, really bad car accident 
um, his truck like got he he was he drove this really big truck and he was driving really really fast um, and he was actually passing another car and that car didn't see him coming trying to pass him and it started to turn and so it turned into his back tire and then lifted his whole truck off of the ground and so the truck flew up into the air and was doing circles and spinning and spinning and tumbling down the road like multiple times until he crashed I don't know into a field or a ditch or something like that and um I mean I wasn't there so I don't know but I just know the the bits of the story that he told me but his driver's side door was ripped off as as he was tumbling down the road um and he could see you know every time the truck would rotate and it would come to you know his side that was going to hit the pavement he could see like the pavement getting so close to him right because it was like his door wasn't even there anymore so it was almost his body and his side of his face that was going to smash into the ground and that happened multiple times as the truck continued to to tumble and somehow when it stopped he was totally fine like he he got up he got out of the car he he was fine and he, he my my brother's an electrician so he had all these tools in the car like hammers and like really big like heavy things and they all went flying during the turmoil of of the accident and any one of those things could have flown through and hit him in the head and killed him and you know there were so many things that could have gone wrong and like it's just crazy that he wasn't even injured and then I remember him saying this I think he said this to my mom he was like I don't really remember putting my seatbelt on because my brother like now he's very responsible. He has a baby. He's like <laughs> a lot better. But my brother, when we were growing up, he was always, he was like just kind of reckless. And yeah, I think like it would have made sense to me if he hadn't put his seatbelt on. And he was like, I don't remember wearing it. But he definitely was or else he would have flown out of the car. I mean, we think that he was right but we don't know that and so then it's like how did you like there was something there you know like I feel like there was a guardian angel protecting him and I think even at that time I can't remember if he did this before or after but he had this little like guardian angel pin that he kept on his um on his mirror in his car Oh, I wish I could remember. I don't know if he put that there before or after the accident to represent it. But either way, then he got a tattoo of, you know, his angel on his arm. So like if you know someone that's had a a near-death experience like that, sometimes those people can shed light a little bit more on what it feels like to really feel that divine presence and feel like you've really been saved and supported so I think that's powerful too if you know anyone that has a a similar story like that but anyway the purpose of our angels you know communicating to us through these numbers is so that we can just um we can live our lives in a little bit of a more intentional way or a better way or a more mindful way so each angel number has a meaning and my advice would be for you to if you do see these numbers and you're like what does that mean I'm seeing 1111 all the time really suddenly what the heck um you can find really good explanations for what these angel numbers mean either by um looking on Pinterest 
or you can like Google it or just go on YouTube and search the specific angel number that you've been seeing. And that's kind of the the best explanation that you can get. Also, there's a book by Kyle Gray that's called Angel Numbers. And that gives a really, uh, really good in-depth description of all of the the different numbers and what they mean. And it's kind of like a guide you can flip through whenever you see one and just um, sort of reference it in that way. So that's another resource that you could check out if you do tend to see these types of numbers. But, But so basically the story goes... For two days before I had this experience in my meditation, I was seeing two, 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 two. Yes, six twos in succession. And so the the way that I saw this was because the alarm clock that I bought for my bedside, it obviously has the time. So that's four numbers, right? The hour and the minutes. And then next to it, it has the temperature that it is outside. And so for two nights in a row, I just happened to look up and look over at the clock when it was 22, 22, and it was also 22 degrees Celsius outside. So that like really caught my attention. And I think maybe that was intentional because I see angel numbers so often and I just, I, I, I feel excited when I see them. I'm going to like, oh, thank you, angels, guides for sending me, you know, guidance. But I rarely like really look that like look so much into it and like take action on it and really think about it or journal about it or whatever. So maybe that was what had to happen in order to like really catch my attention. So I was like, okay, I need to get clear on what this two, 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 two message is. So I looked it up and I did my, you know, my due diligence and there's the, the numbers that I typically see often, I kind of have their, their meanings memorized, but it's nice to just go a little bit more in depth and see what you can find, um, just to make sure you're getting the right, something that resonates with you of what, what that could be. So I looked up 2222 and it says the universe is working for you. Heaven is holding conversations about you. Angels have been assigned to you. It's going to be all right. Get ready for more fun, improved finance, healing, lots of love and miracles. And then another one said, you are very close to a breakthrough. You have the idea, the kind of blessings that are headed, or you have no idea the kind of blessings that are headed your way. Look past your current reality and have faith. Doors of opportunity will be open. Debts will be wiped clean. Bills will be paid in full. Your finances will change. Claim it and receive it by faith. So these were kind of the the typical messages that this 222222 thing was trying to to tell me and I felt like that it just really stood out to me and I felt like I I felt like I I needed to take action on it like it was definitely a lot more clear the messaging than my normal just like glancing at the clock and seeing on seeing 11 11 so basically on this day it was a really it was a it was a beautiful day it was so nice outside I was in a really good mood I was feeling happy I had FaceTimed with my family and then we went to a a lunch with Jaime's family for his mom's birthday and then we took a really nice midday nap and then um, Jaime left he went to go swim at the gym so I went for a walk with the dog and when I went for like after I woke up from the nap and then he left I like felt a weird kind of energy like during the day I was like in such a good mood and I was really happy and then my energy had kind of shifted and I felt sort of like sad and lonely and like this weird heaviness in my chest and kind of like a tightness in my belly 
And so I went for that walk with the dog. I was like, I just need to get out and wake up from this nap. Like, you know how sometimes when you wake up from a nap, you're kind of like disoriented or groggy or you feel like alone and weird and sad. (laughs) So I thought it was that. And I just like went for a walk with the dog. Um, And when we came back uh, up into the apartment, I walked into the living room and our living room has these big glass doors that go out into our patio and through the doors I saw that there was like an amazing sunset outside so I walked outside to just like soak it in and look at the sunset and as I was like watching the sunset and seeing the sky I just felt like immediately connected to God I don't know it was like this weird feeling of just like being spiritually connected so and I felt like it was kind of like a personal reminder of of how beautiful everything is and how everything is going to be okay and how grateful I am for the life that I get to live and I don't know it was just this this like surge of of emotions so that was that I decided to sit down and do like do something for myself and just like read my book until Jaime came home so I was reading on the couch and because I was waiting we were supposed to like hang out that night it was a Saturday night And he came home and then he was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. It's so-and-so's birthday. I have to go meet them at the bar. Um, And so he jumped in the shower and he was basically going to leave. So it was too late for me to make any other sort of plans. So I was just kind of like left alone. And I jokingly said to him, I was like, I think I just need to cry and go to sleep. And um, that's when I went into our bedroom and I was going to, I was going to journal And I think maybe even I started journaling and then I looked at the clock and it was the two, 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 two. And that was the second night that I had already seen it. So that made me remember that a few days prior, I had just set the intention and asked for my guides to show me their presence. Like I, a couple days before, I was just thinking, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, like I want to be more connected. I want to stop believing that all of this exists for other people and it only exists at a certain level for me. Like I want to go to the next level. I want to experience more. And so I set this intention and I and I did. I asked my guides. I said, I'm so grateful for your presence. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you for showing me your loving presence. Something like that, I said. I set the intention and I asked for them to show up for me. And so when I saw that number repeated for the second time, it kind of reminded me of that. And I was like, whoa, okay, so maybe this is it. Maybe they are showing me their presence. So, you know, I felt that was like I just took that as as a sign and that's when I started looking up you know what does 222 mean and some of the interpretations about it so I decided to journal and try and like let go of anything that might be holding me back from the blessings because the meanings of 222 were basically like you know old energies clearing new energies entering great things are coming you know, um, your debts will be cleared, finances are going to change. And I really wanted to be open and ready to receive those new blessings. So I knew that I probably had some shadow work to do, meaning getting rid of any doubts, fears, or self-judgments that were going to block me from receiving that. So I journaled. And I'm just going to read to you guys like what I wrote in my journal because if I were listening to this podcast, that's what I would be secretly hoping for, that someone would just tell me what they wrote and what was happening. <laughs> and I've read to you guys from my journal before, so you know on the podcast, I like to bear it all. So here we go. 
I can feel a certain tightness in my gut. It feels like loneliness or perhaps like I might start to cry. But for some reason, I am very aware of the fact that it is not sadness. It feels like I'm being spoken to, like this feeling is important, it's energetic, or maybe a message of some sort. I find it funny that two nights in a row now, I've looked at the clock randomly to see 22, 22, 22 degrees Celsius, when just the other day, I thanked my guides for lovingly showing me their presence. I like the feeling of being divinely supported, and I'd like to connect with them more. Maybe that's why I'm writing this. I feel fearful lately. Sometimes I worry this will all go away. All that I've worked for, that maybe this upward trajectory I've been on will just come to a halt, or worse, slowly start to disappear. I know this isn't true, but I often stress about it. I think I'm struggling to let go of the idea that I'm in control, as I have my whole life. (laughs) I'm on a journey with the rest of the collective consciousness of moving away from the masculine and allowing more space for the feminine, especially with work. It's a challenge for me to truly surrender, to hand over my dreams and desires to a greater power and trust that they're being taken care of. Yet I know this to be true. I know that in the end, everything is always working out for me. Perhaps this weird energy is part of my up level. I'm shifting and ascending, but there's some things I have to let go of first. Doubt, fear, control. It is not mine to carry, so I'm choosing to set it down. Dear guides, angels, God, universe, please continue to guide me to exactly where I'm meant to be and help me show up as the fullest expression of my soul. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? How can I be of service to this world? Help me help those who are ready to receive my message. Please put me in front of as many of the right people as possible. I trust that blessings are on their way. Miracles are coming and I am so grateful. I am attracting impact, growth, abundance, and joy every day with the help of my angels. So this is what I wrote in my journal. And then I decided to sit down and do a meditation after this. So as I closed my eyes and meditated, I put some music on and I started to see like in my mind just lots of random moments from my life, like from when I was in high school and old friends that I had and the car that I used to drive and different roads from my hometown and some like random guys (laughs) that I hooked up with when I was probably like... 20 or 21 years old and me like trying to puke from alcohol in this one guy's apartment and just like so much random stuff was flooding my mind and I was seeing all these like images of basically parts of my life and I could still feel that like weird tightness in my chest you know kind of how it feels when when you want to cry you know that you want to cry but it's not really like coming yet So I just put both of my hands over my heart and left them there while I stayed in the meditation. And eventually like it came through and I started crying and a lot of this is when like a lot of like the random downloads started to happen. So one of them and when I say downloads, like I think that's another thing, another thing that maybe holds people back from like feeling like they have this sort of divine guidance in their life is because we imagine like how it's shown in the movies or something that it's going to be like a spirit like speaking to you or that it's going to be some really clear voice that's not yours like telling you a message or something like that's I can promise you that's not what this stuff feels like it literally feels like 
it's you. Like when I'm saying like I saw these visions, it wasn't like I was transported to another world and like some weird shit was happening to me and I was felt like I was on drugs or I was taking mushrooms. Like no, 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 no. It was just felt like my imagination kind of running wild. But it's interesting how when you sit down for a meditation with a certain intention, what images your mind will bring forward, right? It's kind of like your mind is a file filing cabinet and there are so many deep, deep compartments and it's like whatever comes through and comes forward has some sort of purpose. So it doesn't have to be this weird, crazy experience where it feels like out of body or like totally weird and and super, super spiritual. So just want to preface by saying that. And when I say downloads, it's basically just me understanding some sort of piece of information and taking that with me from the meditation, right? So I don't hear any sort of weird voice. There's no one besides me, right? It's just my own mind sort of bringing forth to me whatever needs to be brought forth. So that's what I mean by by downloads coming through. So one of them basically said that like my dog is one of my angels, which like now that I'm th- now that I'm talking about this and thinking about it and how I told you guys the story from Lilydale that like my childhood dog Max, he like came through when I was at that psychic reading when I was like 13. Now I'm wondering if like that's maybe what that means. And I I did set this intention of saying like, thank you guides for showing me your presence. And then I saw all the numbers and seeing all the numbers made me look into the details of what that meant and finding out what that meant made me want to clear the blocks. So that made me journal. And then doing the journaling made me realize that I needed to get more connected and do the meditation. And then in the meditation came the answer of, Hey, here's your angel. Here's your guide. Like it really just went like full circle, which is crazy. And I'm kind of just realizing this now, So I'm kind of being like mind blown all over again by this experience, but I don't know if it was, so I don't know if it's my childhood dog who came through in the psychic reading for me when I was younger, or if it's my current dog, because I remember when I was in the meditation, I, I felt like it was speaking about my current dog, like Storm. So, which is, which is funny too, because I, I do always call him my angel like that's his name to me all the time like he has a million names but his name to me like I always say every day I'm like how's my angel boy I always call him angel boy my angel which is weird because I've never I've never used that particular like term of endearment for a dog before Uh, it's usually like buddy or monkey or like something like that so it's interesting for me to think about weird why have I always said that he's my angel. So anyway, there was that. And then another one was that my grandma who recently passed um, this past August is looking out for me. That was kind of like the message that I received. Again, not from like a weird voice or a spirit, just from myself in my mind. (laughs) So um, my grandma that she's kind of there and, and she's, she's watching over me and she's looking out for me. And then like I heard a voice. And when I say voice, I'm doing air quotes because it really just feels like my own knowing in a sense, um, telling me that all of those images that I had been seeing of my life, right? Like from high school and my hometown and these guys and other people and friends, they were all parts of me and pieces of my life that I had to let go of 
So that was that was the information that I received, right? Like all of those parts of you are pieces of your life that you need to let go of in order to ascend to the next level. And that I had to grieve the loss of that part of my life in order to experience this new version of myself that I was about to step into. And so I saw all of those memories literally falling over the edge of a cliff. Like that was the image that was in my mind. It was like I was standing at the edge of this cliff and they were all falling over off the side of it into like basically a black hole. And my arm was outstretched, like reaching for them. And I was crying, like trying to to hold my hand out for them. And they were just like falling down into the black pit. And so at this point, like I really started crying hard, um, but I was trying to keep my eyes closed so that I could stay in the experience because I knew like I was, I was getting information that was going to be important for me. And it's very weird to be fully crying and trying to keep your eyes closed. Like, I don't know if any of you have tried this before, but it was really hard. So that's just something that I remember from that too. And I, so at that point, I, I remember it, like I started whispering out loud, like I have to let go, I have to let go. Cause that was the message that I got was like, you need to let go of all these parts of you in order to move on to the next level and become the, the newest version of yourself. So I was whispering out loud, I have to let go, I have to let go. And I was just thinking like, yeah, I have to say goodbye to that version of my life so that I can be guided into the next one. And then I was saying, I'm ready. I'm ready. Take me there. I'm ready. Like I've said goodbye. I'm ready. And then I kind of like calmed down and I like stopped crying and I felt more relaxed and I let my hands go from my heart. And I was just sitting like with my eyes closed for a little longer to kind of round out the meditation. And I I felt this really like cold and like, fresh like light sort of sensation uh over my heart like where where my hands had been and I don't know if that was you know we could say that's because of the warmth of my hands was on my chest for several minutes and then I let them go so I felt like that coolness but I don't know it just felt really really intense to me like it was almost like there was something lifted from that space and it felt lighter and more expansive and yeah I don't know it was really really interesting so that was basically that was basically it and I I took I wrote down after this a bunch of notes about what was going through my head and what happened and that's how I like was recalling everything to you guys just now I have like random notes scribbled down in my notes app on my phone because I didn't want to forget everything that that came through and that happened but I wanted to share that experience with you guys because I think when you are on this path of personal development and growth and wanting to let go of these old versions of yourself and step into a new you, we have to remember that, you know, there's so much light work that we can do, right? And when we say light work, that means the fun stuff, like the exciting forward thinking, vision casting, manifesting, vision boards, goal setting, action steps, like all of the stuff that's really exciting and fun and and like of forward motion. That's I think what a lot of us tend to focus on the most, obviously, because it's the most appetizing. But we forget that there's this huge component of shadow work. So you can do all the light work in the world, but if you're not doing any of your shadow work, then you 
you're still going to be blocked from really getting to that next level if you're not working through the emotions and the experiences and the subconscious blocks that live below the surface we can feel like everything is fine like I'm I wake up in a good mood basically every single day of my life and I have I I love what I do and I have the best family in the world and I have an amazing partner and the people in my life are so supportive and you guys and my community on Instagram and Facebook and here in the podcast, like I never get mean comments or nasty people trying to bring me down. Like I really feel like I have a pretty good fucking life. But even so, there's shadow work to be done. So if like, you know, I think some people may think that they're exempt from that. Of like, oh no, I'm fine. Like nothing's nothing's wrong in my life. I just want to improve. I just want to go to the next level. Like I, everything's pretty good, but I just love personal development and I just want to get better if I can. It's like, okay, but you can't just get better by only doing the light work. You also have to do the hard work, the deep work, the self-work, the shadow work of going within your soul, within your subconscious mind and working through some of those old wounds and fears and patterns. Because regardless of what our life looks and feels like on the outside, there's always more to the story on the inside, which is the point of me sharing this. So it's like maybe thinking about what have you not worked through that maybe you need to work through and that may be something that you know consciously like an experience that you had something that happened in your childhood or a recent breakup or a friend kind of phasing out of your life that hurt your feelings or maybe you were bullied as a kid or people picked on you or something really difficult happened in your family maybe there was a death something tragic uh, a, a lost or broken relationship with someone in your life like there's there's so many things that we experience as humans that we just we soldier on and we keep going and we just push through and so maybe thinking about what is there that I've that I've been through that I feel like I even might be over it like I worked through it oh I'm fine I moved on but maybe I could revisit that and make sure that there's nothing still there holding me back So you may have an idea of something consciously right now that needs a little bit of your attention and maybe even there's something that you don't feel like you've worked through at all and you fully know that you've ignored it and just pushed past it and been like, whatever, got to move on, stay happy, just push it down. And obviously that is a huge sign for you to like, you have to go there. You have to go there because until you solve that, until you actually fully feel that, it will continue to resurface and show up in so many different ways, in so many different relationships, in so many different areas of your life forever and ever and ever and ever until you finally do the work of fully feeling it and going back to it and revisiting it. So, you know, if you have something that you can think of right now that may be an experience that needs to be revisited and, and rethought about and reprocessed, that's great. And maybe you're even... Like me, where you're like, mm, I feel kind of fine. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. There's, trust me, there's still things to work through. Like, I had no idea that that stuff was going to come up for me when I did the meditation or the journaling. But I showed up for the practice. I was available for it. 
I was in the energy of wanting to receive help, guidance, and support. I put that intention out there and I showed up and I became that sort of portal of like, hey, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm doing the work, I want the messages, help me, please, I'm ready. And things, interesting things came through for me. So, you know, I think there's there's work to be done in all of us. None of us are exempt from doing the shadow work. So if you have been for a while now just really focused on the light work side of things, of, you know, thinking positively and shifting your mindset and doing the personal development and listening to the podcast and reading the books and setting your goals and trying to move your body and like all these things that are like, yes, I'm getting better, I'm getting better. The thing that may actually really catapult you and push you into the next level is doing some of this like deeper shadow work. So that was really the point of me sharing this with you guys. I hope I didn't freak you out. (laughs) If you're like, this was the weirdest fucking episode ever, I sincerely apologize. But I think there's a lot of us that are interested in this type of information. So I want to share with you fully, completely, 100% honestly my experience. Like I, I literally read to you word for word from my journal um, what was going through my head and, and what I was writing in that moment when I felt like sad and like I wanted to cry and the whole experience that happened in my meditation because I want to empower you and inspire you that you can do this work too and it's not always just for somebody else because they're farther along or they have different abilities or they have different beliefs like no it's for everybody you just get to decide if you're open to it you just get to decide if you want to receive it right it's here it's around us it's happening again 99% of the world that's happening around us we can't even see it no one knows what it is or how how it's functioning So of course there's shit happening around us right now. I don't, there could be like aliens in my room right now. I don't know. I can't see them, but I can only see 1% of the whole world. So, you know, (laughs) maybe just something to kind of think about. So if at the very least this episode entertained you or expanded your mind at all of, of, you know, kind of opening you up to some of these ideas, I would consider that a success. So thank you guys again so much for tuning in. If you did enjoy this episode and you know somebody else who's into this weird spiritual shit that would like it, go ahead and share it with them. Send them the link or text it to them or send it to them on Instagram. And yeah, I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.